Yeah, I'm going to take you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is VM Evolution Podcast, and this is your main event of the evening. With a 60-minute time limit, the man in charge of this episode is your host, Vic Muscat. I'd like to introduce our new partnership of the show. Fashion Cast Podcast is four guys coming together, talking about wrestling as a faction. It is like the four horsemen of podcasting. Check them out on SoundCloud or YouTube. And we have the leader of Fashion Cast with us today, KPG. How are you doing today, sir? Good. Do you like that shout out? Do you like that introduction? That was a good introduction. Thank you. Thank you very much. But we have now we have the man, the myth, the legend. He has been on the show before, had a great time. He's back for round two. I don't know why, but he's always welcome back. This is Spitfire Marcus Johnston. No, there is an introduction. <laughs> oh, so, glad to be back. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're always welcome on the show. You know that. Okay. So what? So what is going on in the life of Spitfire these days? Oh man, it's a shorter list would be what isn't going on in the life of Spitfire these days. Uh, trying to work on getting a new house built. Traveling every weekend to a different city. Uh, starting up a new tag team with my partner Samantamu, which I'm really excited about. That's that new guard right there, that logo you got behind you. Really excited about that. And you know me, I have to be. I have to go first class on this show. You know that. Love it. That's that's almost as good of a background as what I got. <laughs> uh. And we're just up here training, about to get some training going here in a little bit. So tomorrow night we be going to Los Animas, Colorado. Gonna take on some tag team champions out there, DOD. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that because you have a big match coming up, which I wish I would have known this before. Then I would post this episode earlier than Tuesday, but you have a big match, tag team title match coming up, don't you? Yes, sir. Very excited. Very excited for that. Uh, it'll be my first tag team title match with Tomatamu as the uh, current version of the New Guard. And I just can't wait to go out there and show them what we got. I know Tomatamu is going to bring it to the monster. We might even have a question somewhere back there. Let's see. So I guess. I guess he hasn't figured out how to do that for himself yet, but I'll get him a poster up there eventually. What's that? A lot of good pictures back there I'm just noticing, like the Four Horsemen. Oh, yeah, I got some oh, nice pictures. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of them were signed by those who were in the picture. Um, that there, I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Jake Logan, that's Jack Logan's son. He's actually out. Uh, man, he's showing it right now out in Florida. Jazz. Gina Rivera, he's been killing it all over the place. He's been traveling all over right there with the tattoos all over him. Uh, very good guy. Very good guy. Got a big mouth on him. You know, he's really good at running him. But he's a great guy. And uh, he's been a big help to people like me that are just coming up in the business. Uh, 
helping us with our promo work, uh, uh, finding who we are, you know, so how to get out of our comfort zone. Um, yeah, he's, he's a big help for people that are young, just like I am. I wouldn't, I can't go as far as to say that he's my trainer because we haven't done any training together, but he has done several promo classes for me, uh, helped me out with that, private classes. And uh, so if anybody ever sees this that needs some promo classes, you know, told you so, or Gino Rivera, another. Uh, I've just been plugging, man. I'm trying to hit up everybody I can and get in every new city I can. Just nice. Nice. You have any questions, KPG? How is it transitioning from a single start to a tag team start? It is a whole nother ball field, honestly. Like, with the singles, you just really got to worry about, you know, you just go out there and you go. I mean, you, you worry about your interactions with the crowd. You don't have to worry about what anybody else is doing besides you and your one opponent. Um, but when it's a tag team or even more tag team, you have all these different variables that isn't always in your control or that you can always work around or that you're able to communicate with. Uh, it's, uh, it can get pretty wild out there if you don't. If you don't know what you're doing, honestly, trying to learn the science and the techniques of being a tag team or being in a tag team, uh, it's really, really interesting to see how differently you, you approach the match and how you approach how you're going to carry not only yourself because you want know, to you build your opponents and you want to build your partners as well. It's not just you going out there and doing your best for you and your opponent. It's, for everybody out there. So many variables to, to keep track of and control. And you can always, but it is fun. It's a blast. I would say working with uh, I'd say, um, how patient are we going here? <laughs> like, Sama uh, Tommy, I've gotten some training in with him. Let me say that. I've gotten some training in with Tom and Tommy, and he's, a, he's amazing to work with. He's, his ability, he's a giant. So some of the stuff that we're able to do together with me being a little guy, I mean, he's able to just pop me up way up into the air to do splashes and stuff like that. So getting to collaborate with somebody in that field, it has been just tons of fun, really, and spitting ideas at each other for things that we want to do different, things, you know, new things that we want to try. Uh, these people we want to go after and get to travel together. Uh, yeah, that's all very exciting. Tomorrow, like I said, tomorrow night we're going to Colorado RCW Renegade Championship Wrestling. Uh, and that's one of my absolute favorite promotions to work for. Uh, they've been great to me. And this will be his first time out to the summer. So I'm just really, really looking forward to seeing what we can give him. You know what I mean? So before, before I forget, I want to thank you personally for the artwork that you've done for the show. I thank you very much for that. That really did. When I say that was like a shock, like it touched me. It really did. No one else done anything like that before. Oh, not a problem, sir. Not a problem at all. I, I enjoyed doing it, honestly. Uh, I'll sit at home and I'll 
Photoshop my own pictures all the time. You know, you got to have promo pictures, and sometimes you don't always have the best backgrounds or something like that, or the best lighting. So you gotta you gotta learn how to make yourself look as good as you can. And so in that learning to do that, I've just gotten to where like I enjoy making flyers, um, helping other people out with different graphics and stuff like that. Uh, you know, different kind of pictures that. Uh, I actually uh, have a guy that I went to school with. He's a local rapper for uh, their group is called OBI, um, and I just happened to make make him a new graphic last night as well. And uh, it, it it don't take me long. And it's like if it's easy and you enjoy it, then it help others out with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's something to do. Like if you're like waiting for a plane. Waiting for a car, but even taking a shit. Let's be honest here. <laughs> you know, I was, I was honestly just about to say, I, I'm not shy to say, I'll be sitting on a toilet doing it all the time. So, <laughs> yeah, a lot of my cover work for the show, you know, promotions or whatever. First thing in the morning, oh, this guy's on. Okay, I go. That's where you have all your time to really concentrate and focus. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the man on the throne. That's where he's. Everything else is silent. <laughs> I don't know if you can really concentrate with kids running around, but you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> standing at the door trying to ask you questions. Yes. At this point in your career, what are the pros and cons? Like, what are the pros and cons of, uh, of being as far like where I am today? I would say. The pros are I'm just getting started. Uh, the cons are a lot of times I feel like I waited too long to get started um, because I really would have liked to have gotten. I mean, there's no telling how far it can go. What's going on, baby Sama? Doing all right? Sama just showed up to do some training too. Hi, Sama. <laughs> brought, brought, his, brought his little warriors with him. Uh, but what's going on? Um, they're at home. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but uh, cons can be a lot of different things because people will underestimate you, and at the same time, people can can gas you up. They can gas you up to tell you that you're better than you know, or tell you that you're further than you are, and then. Some people can get a really big head. I've been told sometimes I have a big head. You know, it's like that's not ever anything that you want to do, especially this early in your career. Um, but I, I'm really excited about where I am, honestly. Like I, I saw somewhere on Facebook earlier, someone asked out of from year one until wherever you are in your career right now, what has been your favorite year? And I would honestly say this has been my best year yet. I've been traveling crazy. I think I've traveled, well, I've easily traveled more this year than I probably have in my entire life combined. <laughs> um, and that's awesome, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's really, that's, that's always the dream. And the fact that I'm only three years in and I still feel like I have nothing slowing me down, I'm just getting started. So, I mean, to me, it's Really, also, there, there is no time. The only con is how other people approach you, honestly. Uh, if you're able to keep your head in the right space, 
and don't let other people get in your head. I mean, being at your start and getting having fire at the back, you know what I mean? Having, having a little bit of a rocket on you, it's just, it's just, it's just exciting if it can be great. Uh, like I said, I have three or four different cities I'm traveling to in the next month. Uh, so that's really exciting. And we're trying to get up to Canada. We're trying to get up to Maine, trying to get back to Georgia. We were just in Georgia a little month ago. And I was actually born in Georgia. So just three years into my career, I'm able to go to my home and wrestle in in my, my home state, you know, that's, that's just as good as it can get. And then knowing that everywhere I'm going, I'm getting reactions. There's just nothing to complain about. So there, I really have no fun. Even even when people that want to come at you negatively, like you can't take them seriously. You can't listen to them. You just keep doing what you're doing. Keep being the best you can be because, like I said, you don't. If you're just getting started, you definitely don't want to find it. You don't want it. You want it all to be perfect. I'm yeah. still baby business, and so to me, I'm still like playing with my my plastic keys, and I'm just like, yeah, this is. I'm going to RCW and they're putting me in a tag team championship match. I mean, that is the tiniest damn toy I ever seen. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, it's, there's, it's, life is great. So, uh, as long as you don't let other people get in your head, being at the position that I'm in and at the point in my career that I'm in, it's really just amazing. It's, it's all praise. If you if you do find a promotion in Maine, like limit, limitless wrestling, I'm not dropping any promotions down for you to send an email to. If you if they pick you up for a show, let me know because I'm gonna check them out in Maine. I have friends in Maine, so I can stay with them and catch one of your shows. Well, I mean, it was you that got me into looking in there. So um, that's, I've been messaging people and just waiting for that response. You know what I mean? That's, that's the thing. Every piece you get, every time it crosses your mind, it don't start, don't let yourself say, no, nah, I'll do it later. Or, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if they'll even answer me. It's probably not worth it. They got all these big people on their side. Don't hesitate. I mean, I've had conversations with people that I used to watch on TV. I have personal conversations with these guys in, in their DMs with people I used to watch on TV as a kid. Yeah, and, that's great, isn't it? Because I used to, I was watched I watched a Supermax Fernandez when I was in high school, and I saw him yeah. in a tennis show, and we face DM each other once in a while. I'm like, holy shit, I'm DMing Supermax. And, and it's amazing because as, as, when you're watching them on TV, you know they are these larger than life stars. They mm-hmm. are these almost gods and goddesses of what they do. You know what I mean? They are like portrayed as. Superheroes and gods and goddesses. They can take all the beating in the world and keep giving back. You know what I mean? They are superhuman. They have supernatural strengths and abilities compared to the usual man. And then it's like whenever, but whenever you get to talking to them, just go down to earth. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Meeting people with Rodney Max, like that guy was great. Paul London. Uh, I mean, we just. 
I, we gave him a ride to one of the restaurants one day, and he just, as friendly as can be, so down to earth, you know. Uh, and when, like I said, just being able to interact with guys like that and be being able to reach out to them when you have that opportunity. If, if it's, and I mean, honestly, I'll just see other people promoting their promotions, and I'll be like, okay, I'll go to their website, and I'll do some research, and I'll figure out who owns the place, and I'll say, hello, sir, <laughs> and, I, and what can I do to come down there and work for you? You can't hesitate because you're going to go nowhere if you keep telling yourself tomorrow every day. Yeah, so it's never going to be perfect. I think people hesitate because they want it to be perfect. And even if it's perfect and they don't get a response, they're like, oh, my God, you know, or my relationship with them is ruined, even though there was a relationship to begin with. But it's, I think it's more of a head game. Well, and honestly, like, I'm only being only three years into my career, three and a half years, however long. I have no problem. Like, I feel like a lot of these promoters would almost want to hear that you want to come learn from them. You want to come learn from their roster. You want to see what it's like to wrestle their style. You know, I mean, there's always more to be learned. And being only three years in, I tell every promoter I talk to for the first time, I know I got a lot to learn, and I would love to come learn from your roster. I would love the chance to come see what y'all got and see what I can pick up from you guys. If you ever have the opportunity, if you ever have the opening, it's greatly appreciated. You know what I mean? And I'll do everything I got. But uh, the more you hesitate, I mean, if, if you hesitate, it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. It's like that uh, that old meme that says, "Yes, yes, baby, I'll go mow the lawn. You don't have to remind me of it every six months." You know what I mean? Because that's how we are. We are if we procrastinate, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do anything. Um, you end up a year later saying, oh, I'm supposed to do this. <laughs> you know? it's, a, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time if you're not doing it. And right. A lot of people like, I haven't played a video yet. And over here, and I'm not talking down on anybody that plays video games. I do enjoy it. But I've told myself, is this going to help me? You know, I could be talking to promoters right now. I could be working out right now. I could be cutting promos right now. Or working on merchandise or logos or music. And that pretty much wears that for me. If you're, if you're not all in, if you're not going to go for it, it ain't going to happen. So you have a tag team title match coming up slow. And what if Tony Khan was backstage and he told you, we will sign you to AEW, you're going to lose this match. What would your response be? Well, I was, first I would go talk to the actual promoter and say, hey, uh, Tony Khan came up to me. You mind if you over on this? Nice <laughs> guy. You know? And, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, what, what would anybody do? You know, and I know everything right now, as far as the televised world, the the, the big big world of wrestling, is chaotic, crazy. No, it, it's unpredictable and it's not always in the best way. You know what I mean? This day, I look on them. I mean, you saw. We're really gonna get to it, but all the people that were released. 
I mean, you never know what to expect whenever you go that big. You, you sign yourself over to a pen and paper. Um, Tony Khan came up to me and said he was going to sign me. Yes, I would take the opportunity to at least get, get the time to learn from all of those great. You know what I mean? Even if it's just if it's a six month stretch that he gives me before his future endeavors me, at least I had that six months to learn from a lot of amazing people in the ring. Um, the, the, the one scary part, I've always been him and just my my regular work is on uh, security. For me, security is the only if, if one person ain't, ain't got a show going, you can call. You know, if one person ain't booking you or they can't pay, you call another person. To me, that's longevity. That's security. Uh, the pay is great. You're not always in the ring with the best. Sometimes tomorrow, I've been in the ring with some great, great people and great athletes. But, uh, of course, yeah. I mean, if he said, I have a contract for you, if you win this match, yes, I'd go talk to you some more. Then pick the other up. <laughs> I'll drop him once I get signed and make my debut. I'll come drop him because, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll relinquish him. Uh, but uh, as far as that, even if it's just a matter of a little bit of time to learn from all the people that are there. Opportunity everyone wants, right? If you're not trying to learn for any amount of time, what are you doing? Yeah, we have had one wrestler that said once, once uh, Lazarus said, no, he would not. And we would say, like, you wouldn't drop your title to go, go for, for Tony Khan? He said, no, I'm too loyal. Are you talking about Lazarus Shane? Um, big, big old guy, he, he, he wears, he's got the crazy eyes when he wrestles. To the Mohawk? Oh, uh, no, he's just he's corner over whenever. Now, this whenever, is on uh, Camp 7 from uh, Florida. Oh, okay. Okay. But you have that right there. It's like, oh, come on. You know, it all depends on how many zeros are behind the, in the contract. Well, because last time we talked, you asked, uh, I believe you asked me a similar question about WWE. And at that, I think that same day or the day before was when they were like, Bray Wyatt and, and Daniel Bryan Walker. You know, we found out about all that stuff. And it's, it's a scary world out there right now to be in the big time. Yeah. But get the opportunity to get to the big time and at least get the most out of what you can. I mean, there's, there's some great assets that's going out there and didn't get to do near as much as you really could have seen out of them because you know they're capable of more. You know what I mean? And uh, whether whatever but that would give me the opportunity to show the world you know what I mean not just somebody else's hometown or you know a town 19 hours away or not. Well, of course we always want to travel we want to travel but we want to we want the world to see it right yeah. you know we don't want 13 likes on Facebook or we don't want you know you know 100 views we want thousands we want millions we want it all. If you're going to be superstars, we want to live it. Uh, if you're not trying to eventually get to where people know you, if you're not trying to get your name out there, 
if you're not trying to make yourself a household name, step aside for the people that are. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't know like an asshole about that, but that's where I'm at. At it. You know, if, if you ain't doing nothing, you better get out of my way. Hey, PG, you awake? <laughs> I hope I'm warm. Uh, I already asked questions. You're trying to ask questions. I already asked questions. He's heartbroken because his Astros lost the World Series. Uh-huh. But last time the Braves won the World last time the Braves won the World Series, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. So think about that. Oh well, that's not technically true because the Braves won the World Series just like a couple nights ago, didn't they? Some of the last time before nineteen ninety five. Again, Georgia boy. <laughs> I'm all about them Braves. That was actually uh, the only only baseball game I ever been to. Uh, was a Braves game, and it was them against the. Uh, it was one of the New York teams. I want to say the Yankees, but that's just uh, Atlanta. Atlanta are cheaters. That's all I'm gonna say. They cheated. Um, seven nothing is like far from cheating. But that's besides the point. Go ahead. The balls were juiced up. They gave them the deuce stuff balls. They gave us the regular MLB balls. Hey, but Super Bowl for Atlanta a few years ago, if I remember right. <laughs> that ball got off the shit. Oh, what's my question? What's your best experience so far in your career? Oh, that really is a hard one because I've had some great I love. Absolutely love working for the Hall of Fame, the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame, and Wichita Falls. That's like a huge, has a huge place in my heart. Um, we do shows here every year um, for Georgia Cot, big benefit show, and it's always like a day or two days after my birthday. Um, that's always huge for me. That's always like it. And it seems like nowhere, no matter where I'm at or what I'm doing on the card, it's always a huge night for me in one way or another. Um, as far as biggest highlight of my career so far, biggest. Honestly, that first match, that very first match when you walk through the curtain, no matter what the response is, that is just exhilarating. You know what I mean? You have no idea what's going to happen. None of these people in the crowd know who you are. And it's just the most spontaneous thing in the world. You go out there, uh, whether it's cricket, which you never want, you either try to find a way to get some dogs barking or something, whatever it is you're trying to do, you know, you make some kind of noise. But just that, just walking through that curtain that first time, just an adrenaline rush. I mean, it's always an adrenaline rush walking through the curtain. I would have to say that, honestly, walking through the curtain is the experience of my career. Like, no matter what, not every night. Like, a feeling like none of it's like almost, almost like having a baby. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's something new. It's something that you've never had every time you do it. 
It's a brand new experience that you have to learn to make the best of and leave better than it was. You know what I mean? And so it's, like I said, I've wrestled some good people. I've wrestled some great people. Um, having people like Rodney Mike come to the side and talk to him, uh, telling me that, hey, man, I want, I want to get him complaining and be, hey, I, w- I want, I want to help you. Having Gino come to me and say, hey, man, you're going, you, you've got it. You got, you got it. Okay. We're going to find, we're going to find him some things and we're going to get the place. You know, having having these great, amazing guys that want to reach out to me and help me out. Like I, I will always give credit to everybody. Having Jake Logan. Well obviously whenever I first started the top of Texas, I really thought Jake Logan was the happiest asshole in the business. But then once I got there, like out of nowhere the guy just started hitting me up and complimenting me and helping me saying, Hey man, you need to work on this. Hey, this is great. If you, if you do this differently, it could be better. Or, hey, man, don't listen to these people. You know what I'm saying? You've got these people that are, that are in your ears trying to tell you all, give you all this shit. Don't listen to them. Do what you got to do for you. You know what I mean? Having people that randomly, out of the blue, reach out to you and want to help you, that helps you very important. And now, again, getting getting the tag team, starting the tag team, the new guys. For me, that's the highlight of everything going on right now. Like, I'm more excited about starting the tag team than I've been about anything else I've been doing for a while. And like I said, I've been having a blast on that thing. It's been pretty, you never, some nights you don't know who you're going to work until 30 minutes before the match, you know? Mm-hmm. It can get pretty hectic sometimes, but uh, it's always a blast. Whether it goes good or goes bad, it's what I always wanted to do. And right now, getting to tag with Samatomu, get some time in with him, that's another great experience. That's one of the best things I've been able to do. So, November 5th, we're recording this. November 4th, the bombshell was dropped that WWE let go another bunch of wrestlers. And I know you had something to say on social media about it. Now they're saying, now the whole thing's popping up saying like, well, they weren't vaccinated. Which I I say that's bullshit. What do you think? You stole my question, my boy. But go ahead. That is a good question. Uh do I think it's bullshit? You never know. I'm in the WWE. You never know. Um, whether it is or not, it's bullshit in my mind. Like, even if, they, if that is why, if it is why they got rid of them, that's bullshit. If it ain't why they got rid of them, it's still bullshit. I mean, these guys have such great, Great talent workers and great people that can carry them, and they just refuse. They refuse to do anything. They'll, they'll give them. They'll give them a year. They'll give them a good highlight once every other month. You know, they'll give them a big push for a couple of weeks every other month or something like that. And to, to work as hard as they have their entire lives, 
to get to the level of player I'm earning that. Better at not only professionally but physically. And Jesus, the guy is huge, and he can do stuff I can't even do, but as far as like acrobatic stuff. Yeah. Like, how can you get rid of somebody like that? Bray, uh, Bray Wyatt. I mean, how do you get rid of somebody like that? How do you let somebody like Daniel Bryan go? I mean, it's, it's all bullshit. Well, no matter what their excuse is, no matter what their reason is, it's bullshit. And it's true in, in my mind. And, and people, you know, anybody who sees might be like, well, you see this thing, it's like a human. And they have that right. But in my mind, letting all these people that have worked that hard, I mean, it tells people like myself, you know, sometimes it tells, it tells you, is that where you want to go? Is that yeah. where you want and, and I actually saw somebody else, they had, they were talking about it on social media, and they had a very good point that WWE is not the same business that it was when we were kids. It's very much not the same business. Then uh, it was all about making fans happy. Then it was all about being wrestlers. Wrestlers. Uh, cutting great promos and telling great stories. And now we can't even figure out what it's about. <laughs> like, we're watching and we don't even know what we're watching. Like, yes, they are still great wrestlers. But that's not what they push them at. That's not what the business is about anymore. And it's that. You know, you look at the people that are left and you fear for them. They're thankful that they have not fallen to the same the same hole that everyone else has or any other issues. You know, you're thankful that they're still able to work for the company that they love to work for and hopefully they do still love to work for them. You want them to be happy. You want them to make a million dollars a night. If, if not, I mean, people like Big E and Kofi Kingston, those people deserve all the success and all the happiness in the world in life. And you know they got to be even scared sometimes. And, and when people, when you see the people that get shoved out the door, have been shoved out the door, and the, the, the weird reasons, the lack of reasons even, uh, it's just not acceptable. Really. It's like, what are you doing? How, how, do you, how do you consider yourself the Alpha and Omega wrestling? If you're getting rid of all of your best wrestlers, all of you refuse. Back when we were kids, that goes back. This goes back to. I'm sorry. I'm kind of railing and derailing. Um, it goes back to being the same company as it used to be when we were kids. Back then, it was all about grabbing people that really wanted it, those people that really had the it factor, and you make them into those gods that we were talking. You make them into those super human people that when you see them, like you get goosebumps in the And they have a really hard time doing that. Anymore. I'm not going to say that they haven't made great stars. They have. Uh, to me, I guess they're huge stars. Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, they have become 
Um, I hope it continues to go well for him. But when you see when you see them in person, you know, if you go to a live show or you run into them in person, even if you don't know the record, even if you have no idea if he's Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns or David or something to me, if they walk past you in a store, you're like, I want to know who that is. What do you, what do, you do? You know? Oh, it's obvious. Wrestling, you're freaking gladiator. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, to me, it's just how do you regret what through your fingers? How do you let that much talent be on your roster for so long and do nothing with them? Yeah. There's still great, amazing people on that roster that they have yet to do anything with. Like a shade for one. Huh? What's that? Ricochet. Yeah, Ricochet. Uh, Cesaro. It's always been one. Cesaro is one that since the beginning, people have been expecting this guy to go to the top. And they have not pulled the yeah. baby out. It's insane. And the dude is, he really is superhuman. For his size, that guy is stronger than shit. And he's athletic as shit. His timing is great. He has a great look. And what are they doing with him? Nothing. People have been waiting years, years to see Cesaro do something. And you know he's just fighting the bullet. Fighting the bullet. And he's literally had his freaking teeth shoved up in his face. Had to have recent, recent stuff with surgery on his face. And they still ain't done nothing and it's like, if that ain't loyalty, if that's not a man, you're saying, okay, he's been here for a long time. He's taken everything he's had to throw at him, and he's still here. We've given him nothing for years, and he's still here. Put him in nothing. different tag teams. It's like, yeah. we're going to feature the tag team specialist. And, and one thing I think in the back of my mind was, if you motherfuckers really want him in a tag team, you could have had him and Chris Hero be the Kings of Wrestling when Chris Hero was there. And they yeah. didn't. And, and every tag team that he's been a part of has been absolutely amazing. I mean, I was never a fan of Jack Swagger, but he even made him look good to me. And Jack Swagger's a good wrestler. I was just never a fan of his character. I guess he was just that good at it. I don't know. Maybe that boy. I'm not sure. I never figured it out. I just never liked him. But even Cesaro made great matches with him. You know, Cesaro made every match he was in great to watch. He, he couldn't have a bad match with anybody. And how do you not eventually put the sunglasses on, put the suit on, give him that big, huge spotlight and that great siren that they do, put a damn belt on Yeah. For, like, a long time. And as strong as he is, make him a threat to people like Brock Lesnar, to people like Roman Reigns. Make him legitimate. Push his strength. I mean, he, he's giving you everything, and you don't even take advantage of it. Imagine, it, it'd be like the Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant thing all over again. You know what I mean? When Hulk Hogan playing Andre the Giant. That's Cesaro right there. And I know they tried to do that with him doing big show over the roof, over the rope. Then they never mentioned it again. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guarantee you, they will never play that clip again. And it's like, 
because of who they did it. And nothing against Big Show, but because of the spot that it was in. It was in a, a battle royal that I don't even think they still do anymore. Or that they even talk about it anymore. And I was like, give this man something concrete. Something that will make him a household name. Because he should be. He should have been a long time ago. There's so many people. I've been a, Elias. Elias was phenomenal to me. But they give him nothing. The Miz is great. The Miz is top notch and has been here for so long. Yeah. They haven't given him anything concrete in how in, in years. His last IC title run when he had the IC title for a good long time, that was great. But, but I, I just want to I just want to say I just want to say and it's gonna really age me. I remember the Miz was on the real world, New York. And he was going okay. around saying, I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be a champion, I'm gonna be a wrestling champion, and everyone laughed at him. So, so for me, see him right now. Yeah. I remember when he got kicked out the locker room by Chris Benoit. Then like a year or so later, the whole Chris Benoit thing happened. And he had to ask the Undertaker because on back then the only way you can like get back into the locker room is if the person that kicked you out let you back in or give you their good graces. Yep. And but the whole Chris Benoit thing, he was like, well, do I just go back in there or what? And he had to get into the Undertaker's good graces to in order to get back in there. Yeah. <laughs> Introduction to the Miz. Honestly, when I was a kid, I was hooked on the WWE magazine. This was long before he was arrested, but uh, I still remember to this day he had his own column at the very back of the magazine uh, on a weekly basis, and it was pretty good because he has such original charisma. The stuff he would put in the Miz, whatever his column was called, I can't remember what he called it. That and. Uh, but that was my introduction to him. And then several years later, I see him on TV. I was like, no way. I never knew he was a wrestler. I just thought he was a writer, you know? And so that was pretty awesome. And uh, I've always been a fan of his. Like, you never, when he did go to the top, when he, of course, you know, everybody knows where his biggest time was. And when that happened, you know, nobody really expected it. And, they definitely didn't expect it to last as long as it did. But then now that all these, you know, all these years he's, he's proven why he was there in the first place, why he was there then, it's like all this conscience and shutting up all the people that hated him at that time. But then they still do nothing with it. You know, he has proven everybody wrong over the years and they would never say, you know what? He was a good champion. Let's do it again. You know, you have amazing, amazing talent. So many of them are, are great professionals. Like, again, they, you, you send out a tweet to them or something like that, and they'll be joking back to you. I mean, I'm, I, I think the only time I've ever tweeted a wrestler besides trying to get Scotty T. Hotties to do a seminar for us was uh, telling Wade Barrett how much I enjoyed him because he came, he did a live show here, and I told him I wrote it. And uh, you know, he said thank you. So that's really the only time I've reached out to any wrestlers on Twitter. But um, they're they're also, I mean, they're all human. They may not look like it, 
they they their their abilities are not human, but deep down their personalities are, and it's it's, it, it's really amazing how, how great some of these people are, and how professional, and how amazingly athletic, and how great they are on the microphone, and how great they look. And well, they didn't take a COVID test. We're done with them. That's, that's the excuse they're given. Not that, you know, we just have no creative anymore. Like, we have not a thought in our mind on what to do with this greatness. We have no way to control this greatness or how we have to direct it. So we're just going to say they got COVID and we're going to drop them. Sorry, I see, I see my son trying to climb the counter. I'm like, don't you dare throw that butter again. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, our 60 minutes is up, unfortunately. Where can everyone connect with you online? Uh, you can connect with me. If you're a promoter, you can connect with me through email, mrb9787, gmail.com. I hope no fans start trying to like send weird stuff to that. Please don't. I don't like that. Uh, Facebook, same thing, Marcus Johnson. Please send me anything weird. And I love her. I'm happy. So you really don't have to shoot your shot with me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Man or female. Uh, and TikTok, Marcus Johnson. We also have the new guard, Facebook. We have. Fire Marcus Johnson on Facebook. You have Marcus Johnson on Twitter, Instagram. Marcus Johnson, you find me on the grill.com. So he's all over the place. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm trying to make sure you can find me no matter where you're at. Well, gotta get me. I gotta get me one of them things, the Venmo's or whatever, not the Venmo's, the, the link tree. I gotta get me one of those. Gino's been on me about it forever, and see again, crashing. Don't do it. Don't procrastinate. I need to get me a link tree so it has all my stuff on it at once. Somebody a link tree? What's that? A link tree? Yeah. Yeah. I need to get me one of them going. I've been terrible about not doing that. You, there's a free, there are free ones out there. They're like knockoffs, but still, you don't have to pay like the link tree membership. Yeah. They're free, so. I didn't even know what free charge. Yeah, they, they charge like packages and stuff like that. But like there's there's knockoffs where they give you like like you just probably just want the basics. Nothing like fancy or anything like that. Just hey, here are my links. This is what they do. You click on, they go to it. Not that the buttons like vibrate or shake or the letters get big, like any effects like that. But just the just the generic, you know, no bullshit one, it's free. Well, that shows you how plain I am. I thought that was all Link 3 was. I didn't know there was extra fancy stuff to it. <laughs> I didn't either until I was looking around, you know, trying to find knockoff because I'm cheap. But anyway, Spitfire, thank you very much for coming on. We'll definitely have you on again soon. Thank you for all the great questions. I'm sorry I'm a bit of a rambler. I get on, I get on my soapbox and I just kind of get going sometimes. <laughs> oh, no. But I... I really appreciate you guys having me. Uh, JPG, it was, it was a pleasure getting to meet you and answer your questions. I hope we get to speak again. Yes, sir. And Vic, always a pleasure.
Always a pleasure, man. We're definitely going to have you on again. Yes, sir. Uh, you take care of yourself. You too. Yeah, bye-bye.